Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy yeah. Update. Woohoo! Again, nice. Keep going. I'm general. I'm colonel. General. The general. General. That's right. All right. Welcome back. Weekend fantasy update. I'm George Curtis, Cam Stewart. We are back. Talk a little baseball. You heard the big news yesterday, Cam? Right? Big news yesterday. A Rod, J Lo. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> you all right? I mean, those kids engaged. I know. Aren't you? Aren't you thrilled for nope. them? Congratulations. I'm gonna, be, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you, George. I'm not afraid to admit it. I am. I couldn't. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm struggling to understand. No, I, I was just watching games. I have no idea what happened in entertainment news. Refresh my uh, memory, please. Well, something uh, happened. And people think I'm out of touch. By the no, way, I, 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 I'm, I'm way out of touch. I just, I just bet on games. And like I watch golf, hockey, and uh, <laughs> college basketball in the afternoon. I don't. I couldn't care less about JLo struggling. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they, they got engaged. Oh, engaged. Oh, so they're the opposite of struggling. They got engaged. Yeah. 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 Success. They well, got engaged. And by the way, saw a picture of the rock uh, she's wearing now. She can't go swimming because she'll drown with that rock. Oh, right, yeah. that, that's not. That's like that's like, like a big brick that's going to weigh her down, man. Yeah. So, that's, see, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you see that's, that's what I don't like, too, George, is things that we talk about, like – uh, when my girlfriend's over, you know, sometimes like she watches her shows, but when sports is on, it's a it's a real big mind screw job to all the guys out there because they're usually sponsored by Jared, you know, people's like all diamond places. And you see the guy there just whipping out the box and the rocks the size of a, you know, you know what I mean? A small home. And I'm sitting there going, great. How's my promise ring doing? Like they make you feel like tools, those commercials. Like I, I, I really wish the jewelry business would get out of the sports business because it makes guys look like jerks. And then it makes you want to gamble more to get money to get things that they want and i'm losing oh it, the, the commercials are hilarious come on remember during the football season the commercial that keeps going on over and over and over was the guy who buys his white uh oh, a car big he buy, matching <laughs> trucks yeah I'm matching fifty thousand dollar cars and hey, hey honey she wants the black one. one i'll take it i'll take it yeah sure i'll, I'll, I'll go out and buy two trucks tomorrow absolutely no idea <laughs> He went Screwed to over. Jared. Yeah. He I went know. to Jared. Oh, God. Jared he went to Jared. Hundreds of seconds. <laughs> I always got to appreciate when Sean's paying attention, huh? Yeah, no, I like when Sean's paying attention. No, but the thing is, though, it, 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 and it's, it's such a brilliant job by the marketing people just to make you feel like the, a girl watching it'll get in their brain like, wow, my boyfriend's a real tight prick compared to this uh, this crooner on TV. The guy bought her, yeah, he buys her a truck, a $50,000 truck, and oh, don't worry, honey, matching trucks. What, do you think I made of money? 
Fifty. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I bought my, I, I, I I bought my, I bought my wife a fifty thousand dollar truck. Oh, and 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 a rock. Like, what, what what am I here? But I work at Fort Knox. Like, this is I, I'm so and it's always during like big games too, George. I'm just getting screwed and screwed and screwed. It kills me. And by the way, if I could afford to buy my wife a fifty thousand dollar truck, I'd probably be at the game in a luxury suite, not watching the game on TV. Excellent. Just to let you know. Boy. Yeah, exactly. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I saw that commercial one more time. I was like, oh, I'll take. Oh, no, actually, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's that's the thing. That one disgusted me. It's like, and she's not even really like she's happy, but kind of like expecting it. Oh, I want the I want this one. I get the black one. You get the girl color. It's kind of like, like okay, yeah, whatever, honey. And I'll think, yeah, that's uh, anyway. We'll move on. Just depressing. Get this right on. Just it is. It's annoying. All right. So anyway, yesterday, uh, you know, in the independent league, the Atlantic, uh, yes. which be the Long Island Ducks, uh, something like that. They're gonna they're gonna try some rule changes here, Cam. They're gonna try some rule changes. Like rule see how changes, it work in yeah. baseball. I think uh, who's the pitcher that uh, came out? Uh, Hill, uh, Rich Hill. He's like these rules blow. Like he's a, he's kind of like anti, but eh. you know, it's a good way to try it out. I don't want to hear that from players. Yeah, I know. It's like I, I don't want to hear that from players. All right, because players are part of the problem here. All right, because yeah. they. Uh, I guess, well, how about the rule change in spring training? Are you for the pitch clock or against the pitch clock? Uh, I'm for it. So am I. I'm for it as well. Listen, if you can't throw a pitch within 20 seconds, you have a problem. Okay? We want these games to fit. And this is, by the way, this is beneficial for players. The TV wants these games to fit in three-hour windows. Sure, I don't care personally because I'm going to watch three games at once. If we're going game slow, I'll just look at the other TV. I don't care. If a Red Sox Yankee lasts four and a half hours, I don't care. You know, but that's me. But your average normal, your average fan. There's many more average fans than rabbit fans like we are. They want games to fit in that three-hour window, so you got to placate to them. You do have to placate to them. So uh, listen, you're, 20 seconds. We're not asking you to throw the ball in five seconds. 20 seconds is more than enough time. Get the ball, throw the ball. Batters should keep their foot in the box. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's these rules are actually in the on no the more, pitch, by the way. It's not enforced. No, hey George, no more, no more Garcia Perez. No more, no more, no more oh, Garcia Perez. Honestly, when that guy used to play baseball, I would like want to put my fist through the TV. Like it takes so like like it just used to drive me nuts. Because I, I actually back in the day, I used to live with a guy with like a like always like fiddling around and stuff like that. It's just like oh my god, it's just watching it like time and time again. It just it's like a slow burn. I'm like this guy's. Oh, I'm so glad he's not in the league anymore. <laughs> Basically, Is it, can't watch pe- <laughs> People don't remember Mar- Mar- Mike Hargrove, Cleveland Indians. And his nickname back in this is back in the 70s and 80s, boys and girls, was the human rain delay because he was no more Garcia <laughs> Perra before Garcia <laughs> Perra. Do we go, you know, oh, I got to read just the batting gloves, you know, tug on the cup, lift my pants up. There was all the crap. I was like, oh my God, get in the batter's box. I mean, listen. You should not be allowed to take a sabbatical down the third baseline or the first baseline or whatever. Your, your foot should never leave the batter's box. That's it. Let's go. The only time you should be allowed, if you, if you, you know, if you, if you fell up off your leg, fine, something like that. But other than that, let's go. Let's go here. And there's too much time where guys want to collect all their thoughts and all this other crap. So I'm not big on that. But I, I, I do like the pitch clock, and I hope they. Uh, I don't think they're going to implement it this year, mind you. But I think uh, it's it's time has come. Next, robot umps. And what love I mean it. by that is uh, love it. bring on the robots. I love it as well. You are our overlords. Uh, yeah, bring on the robots. They'll eventually control us, and let's start with baseball. Like I got Start no Terminator, though. Let's go. Come on, start <laughs> exactly. the Terminator. Exactly. We are. We, you are my master. Yeah, no, I, I have no problem with it. And you brought up a great point. So you bring the robots in, but you still need humans for to, to be there to uh, over, over, no oversee the robots. Jobs. Yeah, like that's the it, thing. Bring, yeah, you probably even have like, more jobs. You're right. It's almost like look at it this way, and Gabe brought up a good point. It's almost like 
making bets and stuff, like even if you have feelings and stuff, you still look at the optimizer. If, if the, if the supercomputer program is done for you and you've thrown it through every code in the business and it tells you that, you know, Mike Trout is this play and pay up for him in the money. Well, yeah, the computer is obviously right. Sure. You could do some tinkering and that's what the, that's what the humans are for. You let the computer come in there, less errors. And then we work around it. It's very, very simple. It's not like they're taking over or anything like that. We just can't have these umpire. Yeah. He's got a low strike zone. Yeah. This guy likes it inside. I'm like, really? Oh, okay. That, that that makes a lot of sense. How about how about everybody just we get a strike zone? Aiden, I'm nuts. That seems good enough for me. I'm so sick and tired of that crap too. And you know, baseball, you're gonna have the purists and stuff like that. But it's time. It's I, I get really frustrated with some of these umpires, man. Like I go to games and I'm watching. And go the, the things on the calling is strike. No, that can't happen. We need the robots are a good idea. Bring in the computers, George. Right. When we say the robot, there actually are no robots for anybody who's wondering. Yeah, but I just yeah, we're just calling. I just call them robots. Yeah, we, computers, computers. Right. <laughs> we, it was in Quest Tech, the K zone, the strike zone would be the same for everybody, not just the oh oh because he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, he gets a twenty four inch strike zone because he's a rookie, he gets a twelve. You know, it's it's a joke, yeah. and it, uh, the strike zone should be this should be the same in the ninth inning as it is in the first inning. Shouldn't change. Because some of these players are afraid of calling somebody out on strikes, A, because they think they're changing the game, or B, because they don't want to get into an argument. And I, I think it's time has come. We, they use it in tennis, right? This, the term balls in or out. I don't want to oh, hear this. Tennis? Oh, Human fallacy is part of the game. My girlfriend has one sport. You know, we t- we I talked to you about it. Like, she doesn't play hockey or whatever. We bet tennis. It's like when we go down to Vegas, like, the first thing I do when I pick up the forms, George, and I look at the futures for the NFL, everything, I always grab her a tennis form. And I watch tennis. We, we sit there in the bar. We have some drinks and watch tennis. That game has improved 20-fold. With the, with the Hawkeye there, it is absolutely brilliant. It's perfect. It works for TV, just the way the graphics look. And we have no more, uh, you know, monkey umpires doing dumb things. It's honestly, like, if you can implement it the way tennis is, it'll be so smooth because that sport has done a 360 with the technology. It's It's gone from a joke to fantastic. It was very simple. They got it done. There's no reason why baseball can't do it. They can if they want to. Uh, and as I said, an umpire would not lose his job. You still need a home plate umpire to be there. Okay, you're gonna have plays at the plate and such like that that he has to be there. So uh, it just doesn't. He's just gonna be just as bored as the base umpires now, because there'll only be something you know, something for him to do when the Bulls uh, when does play at the plate. So uh, I think it's silly not to have this. Really, really silly not to have this. Who's the strike zone is fair for everybody. Once again, games will go quicker. You get because there'll be more strikes called. I guarantee you there'll be more, more strikes called with Quest Tech and K Zone, and you'll have these arguments between the manager and the or the play, batter and the umpire. Those go away now. You can argue with the computer. Red for strike, green for a ball, a ball. That's it. Let's go. Move on. And you'll, you'll also have batters swinging the bats earlier. I think. You know, I, I think that's I think this is great for the game. I, I, I think it's once again, it's time has come. Tennis has done it. Football should certainly do it for how they where they spot the football. That's a complete joke. That's worse than the umpires, by the way. No, that, that, and that's the thing about football. Yards. I'm with you. And the thing about football, though, it's not going to change. They, they, there's certain things about the NFL they like it that way. You know what I mean? The, oh, well, you can't challenge on that type of play. Why not? It's a play in a football game. I should be able to do whatever I want. If I think something's not on the up and up or you got it wrong, I should have that ability. Oh, I get it wrong. I lose it. Um, I, that's a lot. Of, I have a lot of issues with that. We used to use the line, hey, they sent a guy to the moon, even though Gabe says they didn't send a guy to the moon. But we used to say, they sent a guy to the moon, but you can't get uh, an invention for uh, the chain gang. In football, you can't put a microchip in that thing. Of course thing. they can. I'm watching these. I'm watching these old guys truck around, uh, missing spots by half a yard, a full yard. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, these are simple things that could easily easily be fixed. But why don't they, George? Because they like it that way. 
it leaves it right. leaves it open for interpretation. You could do this, you can do that. Oh, controversy! It's just it's the bottom line is like we're not stupid here. Like it, it's it's totally wrong though. But and I have a feeling football it, it's not going to change for a long time. Yeah, it can certainly be done, but uh, I said they don't want baseball. One thing, and it, it's it's time to get it here. Anyway, uh, like I said, uh, all these people, oh, we the human error is okay. Really, when you go to a hospital and the doctor screws you up. Oh, it's human error, buddy. Is that okay? Is that okay when a doctor kills you because, <laughs> hey, human error? All right, so let's not say it's okay. And by the way, people who say it's okay generally aren't really fans of any one team. They're just fans of the sport in general. Mm-hmm. Because if you were a fan of the team and your team got screwed over by an official's call, you know, I guarantee you won't be saying human error is okay. Exactly. Do you think any Rams fans right now are saying, uh, I'm sorry, Saints fans are Saints saying fans, human yeah. error is okay? Right? I, I don't think they are. Pretty sure they're not. George, I'm you still know, so rattled it, from like, the Vinny Testaverde Jet Seahawks game that cost the playoffs. Uh, like, that's that's, that's what started all this, really. I, I, I'm like, are you kidding me? Joey Galloway has 214 yards and two touchdowns, like basically at the half, and, and this is how we're losing. It cost Dennis Erickson his job. I'm still mad about that Super Bowl with Pittsburgh. Don't get, don't, you, know, you know what I mean? These things linger. If you're a fan of the team, you're still pissed. You know? Absolutely. That's why, once again, you're, you're okay with human error until it affects you. Then you're not okay with it. Correct. All right. So uh, I never want, want to hear that. Human error. <laughs> Give me a freaking break. All right. Something else they're going to try in the, uh, uh, the Atlantic Division. No more shifts. You have to have uh, two infielders on either side of the base. How do you feel? I, I disagree with that. I think you should be able to, you're, you're out there. You can play a guy however you want to play him. I think it's your business as a manager. If you if you want to play a shift, you can play a shift. I, I have no problem with the shift. Learn how mean? to hit the ball the other way, boys yeah. and girls. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I don't care if they want to. Listen, you want to do what they did to Bryce Harper yesterday? You and I talked about this yesterday. Yes. Uh, for those who don't know, and Bryce Harper's first at bat yesterday against the Blue Jays, they had four outfielders and uh, all the infielders on the right. There was nobody anywhere near third base or shortstop. He literally, no joke, could have let they on a bunt and got a double. Easily. Now, I don't think teams will do this during the regular season, you know, because I think they, I think the Blue Jays knew yesterday Harper's trying to get his timing down. You know, there was no point in him bunting. He needs to get his timing down. It's much more important than laying down a bunt in uh, spring training. But in the regular season, I don't know if they'll pull that because I think you're willing to give up a single to Harper, but not a double. And like I said, he, he hits the ball hard. It's an easy double. He'll get, you know, I think he would do it every time. I know I certainly would because the outfit wasn't like the, uh, the guy playing left field was anywhere near close to the line. Yeah, it would be an easy double for Harper, but I think that once again, if you're if you don't like, if you don't like the shift so much as a player, hit the ball the other way. If you do that three four times, that'll get around the scouting world, and guess what? There'll be an infielder there. They'll take it away because they'll know oh he's doing it now, so they'll have no choice but to put that infielder there. Yep. So uh, I think it's silly. That's the thing. Months. Basically, oh. George, adjust. It's not it's, exactly you're a major you're a major leaguer adjust like they're doing this to you this is what we do we're going to counteract that with this it's not very difficult and and, and as a manager if, if you're on my team George you can do whatever the hell you know what I mean if I, I can give you any type of defensive look that that I want beat it you know I, I'm out there doing what I am that's why I'm the manager I am managing my team for this situation there right now the, the, I agree with most of the things but the the shifts start get better and figure it out where we both agree on that. Uh, I mean, what's next? Uh, in football, you can't play man-to-man? Yeah, no zone defense in football. All right, we're getting rid of that. I mean, come on. Like you said, adjust to it. I mean, this shouldn't be that all that hard. Hit the ball the other way. All right, if you can't, then I think the problem's on you more than, uh, more than on them. Next thing, uh, relievers 
had to pitch to at least three batters. No more of this low. No more loogies. Left-handed specialists come to pitch. One left-handed and leave the game. Three batter minimum. You know what? Before I was going to say no. And then now I think I'm not sure if we had this conversation. It might have been uh, last week or the week before, but we just kind of glossed over it. I think two batters is good. Not one, not three, two. Two's good. You can't face two guys, not just one. It's a nice, right in the middle. I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah, I think you and I did talk about this before. Or maybe we talked about it with Gabe. And I agree. You, you explained it. I, I think you explained it. I'm like, I go, you know, we, know what? Colonel Kurtz makes a lot of sense here. I think I, I totally agree with that. One's a little bit yeah. meh because that's going to really slow it down. Three, come on. You still got to be able to, you know what I mean, come, come up, look at the Okay, this guy's coming up. Okay. Two, two seems to be realistic. Uh, is that your take still, George? Yeah, it's a compromise. Yeah, I think it's totally. a compromise. I'm okay with one. I really don't care. I really don't care about three yeah. either. But I think two accomplishes the same thing. Yeah, well, he's got to pitch the two. If there's two lefties going up, okay, hey, that's a good luck for you. Why make it three, though? I don't think there's any reason to make it three. You know, so I think, I think two is just fine here. I think, uh, once again, I think it accomplishes the same goal here. I would keep it as three. But like I said, personally, Cam, I don't care if it's one. It's been that way for a million years. I, it doesn't bother me if they keep doing it. Uh, it's, it's one. That's the way the game is. It's, you're not changing the game here. The game wasn't changed to make it one. It's just that you know more managers believe in that. They, they keep more relievers on their roster now so they can afford to do that. So it, uh, it doesn't bother me. It means, for me, it means you're taking away from someplace else. You don't have a platoon at first base now because you kept that extra lever, so it hurts you there. So I, it really doesn't bother me all that much. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, all right, we're not done with this. We'll be back to talk about a couple of other rule changes they have there, maybe more major ones on Weekend Fantasy Update. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, we'll be back to discuss some rule changes after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Listening to the tunes like everybody else. No, I, I have no idea what this is. I don't either. It's good. It sounds. It sounds like, I like a it. yes. Sounds like yes or something like that. I don't think it's yes. I no, it's know not. yes. I know it's not them. It's but, very but similar good though. Good too. Yeah, it's got a lot of uh, weekend fantasy it? update. Cam and George, we are back. Sean, you going to tell us what it is? Going to keep us in suspense? Yeah, Prince. It is fish. Oh, fish! Yeah. Fish! Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Hey, just just play it. We'll be back uh, next Saturday at uh, at eleven o'clock. <laughs> Don't they have like songs fish that go on uh, for like two days? <laughs> yeah, they do. Fish. All right, we're talking fish and not a pagoda. Yeah, yeah, we're talking fish All and right, not George so, George the Fish Galena. We're talking about the band Fish. That's right. Not uh, you know, get fish at the fish store, Joe, Mr. Galena. Uh, always good, solid advice from Joe. I appreciate that. Uh, all right, back in our rule changes here. Yes. Uh, I guess the the bigger one, and this is one I've been uh, I've been advocating for for a couple of years, or I shouldn't say advocating for, but I've wondered if this would cure some of baseball's problems as far as all these pitchers throwing the ball 102 miles an hour nowadays. Move the mound back. You know, I could either say move 60- it back or, or 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 put it down. 
either or. But moving, I it think back they're doing both. Sense. Yeah, I believe I, they're I, doing both. I think I like uh, both. Too. They're moving it back two feet, so they're going to make it sixty-two feet six inches, and they're lowering it to six uh, six inches. So they're doing both. Uh, and this, this goes back to what I keep saying uh, about every sport. Most sports have not. They've not, not compensated for the fact that human beings are bigger, stronger, faster than they ever have. Yes. Been. Right. Well, we, we talk about the NFL. Invented. I got some old guy working for an insurance company on the side jogging with Ty- Tyreek Hill. That's that's a good recipe. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, that'll work, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, that that's drives me it's insane. Like, yeah, sure, he'll keep right up with him. Yeah. <laughs> but we, but even the, the the playing fields, we've not adjusted the fact that once again, bigger, faster, stronger. It's been sixty feet six inches. The pitching mound, the home plate for you know since game day one, back in the eighteen nineties, whatever it was. Uh, so. Why doesn't it, and it's also not like it's a nice number. You know, hockey won't make the nets bigger because six by four sounds good. You know, ninety feet the first base sounds good. You know, sixty feet six inches does not sound good. No, it it's an artificial number. So why don't we just back it up? It really, the sixty-two, it'll be sixty-two six. Does that really sound bad? That sounds worse than sixty-six. You know, so, so, I have no so this. let's at least smaller, George adva- advantage hitter. It would give you another what? I mean, not much. You know, a tenth of a second. Yeah, it's still. It, 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 you know, baseball. Hell, I go to the batting cage, and if, if somebody's throwing over sixty-five, it's difficult. Like you know, these guys are professional hitters, obviously. But I'm thinking any little thing where they're timed up will help them. Mound down two feet. That I'm not going to say it's going to be huge, like a huge significance. But for a good hitter, that's just another feather in your cap. I'm thinking it's at least it, it benefits them. It benefits them. If you get another tenth of a second, maybe the fastball drops by now. It should help yeah. hitting. It should yes. help hitting. Yes, And I should. don't think it's – and I wouldn't say it's something to – oh, man, it's just designed to help offense. No, I think it's designed no. to take a, take into account the fact that human beings are bigger. You know, I think football fields should be bigger. I think you'd have less collisions. Hockey uh, ice should certainly be bigger. should be Olympic size. Way, once again, more offense, less collisions. So uh, I don't think we've ever accounted for this in, uh, in all professional sports. We just don't. Uh, I'm not saying make the bases 95 feet, you know, anything like that. You can keep it 90. But moving the mound back two feet is really is, – in my mind, it's an idea whose time has come. I don't know if I would have chosen two. It might have been one. It might have been three, whatever it might be. And once again, this is just a – let's see what happens here. They may – it may end up not being two feet. Maybe it's two and a half feet. Maybe it is one foot, whatever they decide to be. But I think it's well worth the try to see if this helps. Uh, my only question is in the Atlantic League, you don't have too many guys to open the ball hard, hard. That's a you know what I mean? ex- so I th- excellent point. Yeah. Excellent point. Big difference. I don't know if everybody's on the league league major league baseball, but but then again, I would rather them with these things try it out in that league before just implementing them in the MLB. It's just you know what I mean. They'll get the they'll get the nuances out, tweak it here, tweak it there. That worked. Eh, maybe we'll go this way. It's just it's just it's just good for business, George. It seems very smart to me. Smaller league. We're gonna see how these things go and. You know, guys like uh, Hill are complaining. Well, yeah, it, it's it's to your earlier point. Get bent, bud. Like, things are changing. It's a different world that we're living in now, and uh, nobody's made adjustments. You you brought, you brought bring it up. Like, these, it's not like the old days where, you know, I'm, go, I'm going to talk to a guy in a dressing room, and he's lighting up a smoke. A guy's smoking a Marlboro going, hey, man, what a game tonight. Yeah, just going to go out and have a smoke. And, you know, when I started doing this stuff, and that was back then, guys are riding exercise bikes after the game. I go, didn't you get enough exercise? You just lost eight pounds out there, you know, flying around. But now it, it's look – at, look at Judge. Look at Judge compared to the other players. Like, the guy's an absolute monster. Like, he's, 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 he's like a WWE wrestler out there. It's a totally different world we're living in, man. Kids are faster. Everything's faster. Equipment's lighter. Everything. Everything's better, 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 and it's going to continue. It's it's evolution. It is. 
It's only going to get. It's only going to get better and better. It's not going to get worse and worse. There's too much money to be made in this. These guys are always taking this. Uh, it's not like when Mickey Mantle played. You know, these guys had. These guys had winter jobs. Yeah, you exactly. know, on the docks or loading yeah. trucks. They need to make like, extra money. It's like the Canadian Football League kicker, George. He's like a mail. He was a mail carrier on the side. He's like, yeah, I'm kicking field goals. I deliver your mail, you know. And he missed a big kick, and they put like feces on his uh, on his mail route there. Is hey, uh, you piece of crap. Like you know what I mean? No, that's the thing. Like guys had second and third jobs. Now it's like okay. Where's where's the millions? Now they're all, they're all making millions, and they, they're taking the jobs for the most part. They take the job seriously. They work all you know. They work out all year round. So uh, I, I said I don't think we've ever taken that into account. Uh, as far as I, I said, I understand most arenas can't be made bigger. Hockey, you're not going to make it bigger and lose two rows of uh, you know front row yeah. seats. You're just not going to yeah. do that. Baseball's you know, different. Uh, it, it's on the field. No problems. Yeah, and ba- but even baseball, it's hard because uh, you know, not a lot of stadiums, especially these new stadiums. There's no room to back the fences up. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the stands are right there. So once again, they're going to get rid of rows of seats. Probably not. That's money, 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 money. You know, football is probably the one that could be done as far as making it wider. Generally, you do have that room. I don't know if you can make it longer in every stadium. Well, you know, because once again, some of those some of those end zones are right up against the uh, right up against the board um, the boards of uh, well, the fan. They have seats. Yeah, CFL. I I think I think actually the one thing as if, if if the U.S. if if you guys if the NFL had the CFL field, I think people would enjoy it a, a little bit more too. It's also, it gives you great players like Tyreek Hill and people with exceptional skills, room and space to make a lot more plays. Quarterbacks, when they throw those outs, it's like, it, it's it's cool. Like it would look kind of weird to begin with, George, but I think people would really, really enjoy it because it really shines. It shows these guys that are special, special athletes. Like in space, it's awesome. Like I, I think people would really enjoy it. Like football, I find a lot of the time, and that's why we're getting a lot. It's it's small. It's like a, you know what I mean? You're in like a little box, a lot of, a lot of touching and grabbing and pass interference and stuff. I think it would just be better for the game with a bigger with a bigger field. It's not going to happen. I agree. It's not happening. Yeah. And even if you don't want to make if you don't want to get long, I think wider is actually more important in football. Yes. Once again, spread out the. If you want to eliminate yes. some CFL of those footballs, wider. You make it's wider and longer. I, it's yeah, it's wider and longer. So I think that would be good. Listen, I understand about Rich Hill complaining, and but my uh, my problem with with this is everybody complains about every change. We're humans. We don't like change. We like things to be the same that we're always used to. And I, Rich, Rich Rich Hill's probably been playing baseball for 30 years, if not longer. So he's used to it the way, the way it is. But you have to change. If you don't change, you die. You're a dinosaur. It's just going to go away. You need to change yep. with the times. It's easy for him to say, hey, I don't want to change. I've been doing this forever. But fans want to change. Remember, baseball is not trying to uh, really placate to you and I. They want guys half our age, if not a third of our age. You know, that's where the, the money's coming from, those people. It's and they, those people like, are not watching games like we watch. They're watching games point. on phones, little clips, and they get bored. They get bored with football, more or less baseball. You know, uh, the games are so slow. Great point, George. And I'll tell you something that I know. Like, tell me from people you know, other than guys that I've worked with at Fantasy, young kids that are smart, that baseball's their, their favorite. Like, I used to work with Gary, and he works at the Fantasy Sports Network, like, younger guys. But other than that, it's all older people. The guy at the game who's still scoring the game. He's got his pencil. Hey, honey, you know, a bag of peanuts. And that's the thing. I look at baseball a lot like horse racing. 
I love horse racing, but there's very few people younger than me that are really into it. It's always the old guys there, the Griff. You know what I mean? It's like it's one of those things you got to figure it out, dude. Like I just have a meeting with a guy from Woodbine. He wants me to do some stuff for him because he's like, all I got is old guys now. Like I want to be able to bring some young guys out. You know, bring your woman out, have a nice day, a buffet. Like let's do some things differently. How do we incorporate this with sports betting and fantasy and other things? Like they're trying to think about new ideas that they actually should have been thinking about five years ago. These things they're not they're not growing. They're getting worse and they need to be improved. Like the NBA and NFL, stuff like that, eh, they got a license to print money. They're always going to... Actually, and when you look at the NBA and soccer, take a look at those fan bases, how young they are now. Those are the two sports where young people are going out there and they're getting really into it. Hockey's trying to do it. Still a little bit of a old boys club, but baseball and horse racing, those are sports that really got to start figuring it out. That's my take. I agree. I think we have to agree because once again, the younger generation. And listen, I don't want to sound like the. Uh, no, I'm know, not old, hey, buddy. I'm still young. Like I'm just telling you. Like I, that's the thing. But I don't see any kids. Like I see the kids that I see at the ballpark are with their parents. They're young kids. They're not even like batting or playing DFS or anything like that. I'm talking about the guys. You know, once you're in your 20, like 19, 19 and up to to like you know 19 to like 35, 40. Like that's the demographic that we need in there to start. You know, getting into things a lot more. What I was trying to say is, uh, once again, the new newer generation, they're not watching games for three hours. They're not. They're going to be on no. their phones. They're going to be on their tablets or whatever else they have, their smart watches and everything else. They're not sitting down and watching a game. All right, they're just – they're not. As your friend of the – same thing with – it's the same thing with my mind, every sport. Being at a game is different. But even at a game, these arenas know we better have good, great Wi-Fi so they can play on their devices. You know, that's the only way – or else they're going to leave. Or else, and they're not coming back. So your Wi-Fi better work and it better be damn good. You know, it's it's just a new it's a new generation, a new way of watching games. This is why you know the NFL wants to get into Amazon, wants to get into Yahoo, and everything else you can do. The Yankees uh, just sold the Yankees just bought the Yes Network back, and they have uh, partners with uh, Amazon. They'll be they'll be doing something with streaming though those games as well. It's more money, more revenue. But uh, if you don't do something, you're gonna sooner or later our age group is going away. You know, we, we don't we don't have that what a disposable disposable income disposable income. You know, we don't have as much exactly, right? and that's what they want. That's 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 the what the twenty to four the eighteen to forty eight range, I believe, is uh, what they consider that, and that's going away. And so uh, they better figure something out. And that's why all these rule changes coming. That's why that's why the players are wrong. They're not seeing it. They're not seeing it from the business. They're saying, oh, I don't want to change. Just, we all hate change. I always yeah. hate change too. You know, I said I hated for a while the extra point being moved back to the 15. Now, of course, you realize it's a damn good thing. It's good for the no, game. No, I, I loved it, actually. Yeah. I, that's one thing. I, I the, the extra point, and trust me, one of my biggest bets I lost on a, a short extra point hitting a bar. It was like thousands of dollars swing, but that's a story for another day. I like it, too. It's like, you know what I mean? It shouldn't. Something just should not be automatic. You get the touchdown. I, I want a guy to earn it. You know what I mean? And we've watched this year. Hell, George, how many times on the Sunday show? That kicker missed this. Clank off the bar, whatever. Look at the new Alliance League. you got to go for two points when you score a touchdown. Those are good things. Like, you know what I mean? If you're not adapted, you're living in the past. Nothing's. I, I, I think the game is better for that. I think the NFL has a hell of a long way to go, especially with pass interference and other things. Like, these these problems are, I think, way more difficult to solve. But I love that. That was very, very uh, a great move in my opinion, and they need more like it. So, uh, last rule change that uh, it's not happening in the Atlantic League, but it's certainly coming to Major League Baseball. You don't really need to test it because we all know what it is. Getting rid of the pitcher hitting, DH in both leagues. I know, uh, I forget what, uh, I think it was what manager made it. Oh, Schil- uh, Schilt of uh, St. Louis says, well, we should get rid of the DH in both leagues. Tell you the truth, I don't care what they do as long as they have the same rules in both leagues. I think it's idiotic yeah. they don't. But uh, you're feeling 
on getting rid of the pitch uh, DH in both leagues? No, I, I, at first, George, it's one of those things like I, I can, I'm not like an old dinosaur. I can change my ways. I used to like National League ball with the pitcher hitting, but when I think about it now and, you know, listening to your points and just thinking about the whole issue, for all the very few good pitchers that can hit, there's so many bad ones. They go up there, they just stand there. So basically, like everything else, it's a waste of time. There's no, there's no need for it anymore. It's nice. Hey, some of those guys in college that actually pitch can hit, but they're few and far between. That's the thing. We have to go through a whole season, and there's going to be 95% of these guys can't hit. So it's a big problem. You know, gone are the guys like Owings that can, you know, pitch and hit. The There are certain guys that could do it, but I'm with you. I, I say gas it, and great point. Both leagues have to be the same. You play in the World Series. You can't have different rules. Different strokes for different folks. It doesn't make sense in this. You, you have to be consistent. The AFC and NFC don't have different rules. That would be stupid. Yeah, that was always a joke I made. Oh, you play in the NFC. We're only going to play 10 on 10. No 11 on 11. It's 10 on no 10. No kickers. No you kickers know, in our league. No kickers. Right, no kickers in the NFC game. <laughs> all right? It's just, it's... Yeah. It's silly, but you. But also, it goes down to the pace of the game. You're right. Listen, it's it is it's, when Bartolo Colon does what he does when he was hitting. Yes, that was entertainment. But for every Bartolo Colon, there's 25 others that can't do a damn thing. That uh, you, as you said, they're just sitting there. They're even told sometimes, "Don't swing." You know, they just take your three and go go to the uh, bench. That's yeah, just stupid. that's the thing. So it's, it's just stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Right. It, when it I, makes no when sense. I go up and see a batter, you want to be able to think he can make a hit, that he can get a hit. You want to say, wow, this guy's zero percent chance of getting on base here, unless the pitcher like falls and like corks him. Like there's, uh, you're right, and, and it, it was actually kind of embarrassing. It, kind of, it it looks really bad too. It's kind of an amateur night feel. So I'm with you. They just gas him. I, I used to think it was nice to have things different, but the more I think about it, I'm like, no, you're making sense, George. You make sense. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's just <laughs> silly. I, I I really just want the same rules. If both uh, if both leagues had the pitcher hitting, I wouldn't care. I still think we're kind of silly, but I'd be fine with yeah. it. You know, but uh, it's just in this day and age, it's a pee break. Oh, pitches up, I can go to the bathroom, go get something to yeah. eat. You know, there's, there's no reason to watch. You know, he's an out. You know, and that's why national. Why do we say in fantasy National League? Well, you know, when in doubt, go with the National League pitcher because he's going to face weaker lineups. He's going to face the pitcher once or twice. Oh, for the sure. Place hitter is probably terrible too. I'm down on Victor Robles this year in uh, a little bit in fantasy because he's going to bat eighth. If he bats eighth, that means it's, a lot of times he's going to get walked. Because once again, with two outs, we'll just face the pitcher and get him out. You know, Robles, a part of his value in fantasy, stolen bases. Guess what? Bat Nath, he gets on base, two outs, he's not stealing. Because they don't want him to get thrown out and then have the yeah. pitcher lead off the next inning. You know, so, it, like I said, it's just, uh, I don't, I just, it's, I think it's time has come. It needs to go away. It'll, you want more offense? Well, you'll have a better hitter in there. You, you do that. Plus, what are we seeing now the past couple of years? Pitchers getting hurt running the bases. Is there anything worse than that? Oh, I know. I mean, seeing a top-notch yeah. pitcher go down? Guy. Guys out there in his windbreaker going around the pad, uh, going around the base pads. I know it's kind of scary. You watch the guy trip, make a bad cut, doesn't hit the base properly. You know, twist an ankle. It's a nightmare. Like you know what I mean. And and you know, certain teams, you lose that guy, the party's over. Like you know, it's your ace. Thanks. <laughs> and, I, and I get it. Listen, the guy should be able to run the damn bases. Maybe you can't. Listen, the hitting is tough. I think it's the hardest thing to do in professional sports. But running the bases, well, you can run, I can run, we can all run. Uh, that, that's yeah, I, It is kind of annoying. Oh, they pulled a calf, pulled a hammy. But once again, these athletes are so highly trained. They're not, they're not trained to run you know, around a diamond. They're not. And that's the problem here. So uh, once again, I... I you, you'll have a hard time convincing me that it's not, it's idea that it's not a good idea to do. I think it's good for, uh, for everything. Listen, I get it. There won't be more. There won't be double switches, at least not as much anymore, if ever. And that that does get rid of some strategy. I understand that. 
but I think the benefits outweighs the, the negative. The positive outweighs the negative here. So I'm still, uh, I'm still for it, Cam. I think they should, uh, they, they should ban it. I think they will. I think that's well, it's, it's a, actually nice where that, goes that these guys, it's George. It's nice that these guys have gotten off their ass. Like every year, it's the same thing. It's like baseball is a lot like hockey that way. The people in charge are very like set in their ways. Like you know what I mean? It's like guys, you have to change. Like, do you want things to get better? You like look at the New Jersey Devils, for instance. They have fantasy stuff during the intermission. I watch their games, and I, I'm you know who will have? Will he have over one and a half shots? Uh, it's beautiful. I'm seeing props. I'm seeing DFS. I'm seeing gambling. I'm seeing all this stuff, and for, it makes it makes a good thing even better for me. And these other organizations, they need to adapt and get better. You can't just roll out the same old product and think it's going to work every time. No, you got to adjust with the times, man. You have to adjust with the times. We will adjust, too. Weekend Fantasy Update. Cam and George, we are back after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Motley crew for you. Still kicking ass. I, I think there's a movie coming out. What, Motley heard, Crew? Yes. Um, I think I heard there's a couple of bands. Now that cause the Queen movie did so well. That's the thing. There's going to be other bands now with movies coming out as well. So uh, it's, who it's knows? It's funny, George. Bohemian Rhapsody comes out. Other bands want to put movies in. The Patriots keep on winning. But uh, why don't you just copy their formula? Seems like a, a, a nice recipe for success. It's because the rest of the AFCs is terrible. That's, <laughs> that's really why. Weekend Fantasy True. Update, George and Cam, we are back here. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, you think about it. What's their worst-case scenario for games within the division? Four and two this year? That's worst oh, case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's oh. it, the, the Bills, Jets, Dolphins. Yeah, it's, a, it's annoying. It, it's almost like New England should be, uh, you know, moved from that division. Like, let, let the lesser lights bring in somebody else with, with Buffalo, the Jets, or Miami, and they could slug it out, like battle of the worst, and put New England in uh, another, another division. It would be great. Just move them. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be more interesting because it again, would be. They're gonna. I mean, you think about it, Miami's playing for 2020, if not 2022, with the way I they think are. The Bills got a good defense, but the offense is a lot of question marks. That's the problem. It's a work in progress. What about uh, the Jets? Nicely, aren't they going to be Once a little again, bit better? They're a work in progress. Yeah, they're going to be a little bit better. I like what I saw at the end of the year from Sam Darnold. I think you know when when they gave him that rest, he got better. Uh, Robbie Anderson really picked it up, uh, reality and fantasy. The question with those guys is the running back position. And I remember when I was doing the updates, we had that story uh, with Le'Veon Bell. We know actually we should talk. Antonio Brown goes to the Raiders. What where's Bell going to go? But the Jets were saying basically in that one story, they're going to if they don't get Bell, they want uh, Tevin Coleman. But then I've heard that the Eagles are very high on Tevin Coleman too. But bottom line is the Jets need a back to help out the young kid. They do, and they got the money. Uh, listen, word is here is they they're not big on Le'Veon Bell. They're not. I mean, once again, you, you never know what that means. Are they telling the yeah. truth? They're trying to keep the price down, yeah, down keep other, exactly. or whatever it means. Uh, Tevin Coleman, he's a complimentary back. He proved that last year. Yeah. Devonta Freeman went out. He was bad. He was just bad. And that, that's with Julio Jones and you know Matt Ryan throwing the ball all over the place. 
when the, nobody was caring about the running game, he still couldn't get anything done. So he's he's not the, he's not anyone's answer at running back. Uh, at, least, at least I don't think so. But the Jets, uh, once again, I think they're a work in progress. And I mean that in a good way, by the way. When I say a work in progress, I mean, hey, you're in progress. You're, you're, you're going somewhere. Let's see how they spend those $100 million in cap room. Let's see how they do this. Look, where do they go? You know, plus you got the third overall draft pick here. Do you trade down? You know, maybe uh, get some more draft picks. Maybe recoup some of those uh, second-round picks you lost last year. Let's see what you do here. So I'm curious to see what the Jets can do here. I think they're, in, I think they're an interesting player in this draft because they could end up being the team – that, hey, you know, we law, we have the third pick. We sort of yep. control where Haskins goes, you know, if somebody wants to trade well, up. And I think, I think they do want to trade out. And look at the dominoes too, right? So the Raiders, they go and get Brown. We've already talked about the deal. The Redskins, that's kind of interesting because people thought they were a player. They could maybe move up. They got Case Keenum now. Things are starting to shift a little bit. The Cardinals still questionable, but, you know, I still think they're probably going to go for Kyler Murray because of, uh, you know, the link with Kingsbury, but it's not guaranteed. Bosa can still go there. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Like, it's very interesting. The Jets are the Jets are a player. They might just, you know, say, hey, let, let, let's 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 do this. Let's move here. Let's stockpile this. And if they if they do a good job and they really think about it and and find because you know teams are going to want to move up into that position if they can stockpile a couple picks George and do it the right way I'll tell you uh, when Seattle did that it ch- totally changed their fortunes I remember that draft they got uh, it's a long time ago but they picked up Sean Springs and Walter Jones in like the first like 10 and 10 picks and after that everything got be- better a couple really really good can't miss guys can change your franchise and they could be in that position with some smart maneuvering Absolutely. I mean, you think about it. They have the third overall pick. You need to keep that. You can, You should. You should get a great player, right? You can't screw that. You should get a great player. You know, if Bosa falls to you, fine. Uh, I don't think. I don't know if he will. I think San Fran nabs him at two if Murray goes one. So I don't know if you get them. But either way, you'll get a great player. You need uh, a pass rusher, and this this draft is loaded with them. So you can take that at three. You know, there's really not a running back there. There's no Saquon Barkley this year, so you're not taking that. Say the wide receiver. So uh, I think they're going to go with. Uh, I think if they keep the pick, they go with a, a pass rusher. I think if they trade it, then we'll see what uh, remains to be seen here. But uh, like I, said, I think the Jets are heading in the right direction. I hope they don't screw it up. I truly do that they don't screw this up. But then again, the Jets history tells us mm, more likely than not they will, uh, whether that comes through or not. And the Bills are sort of in the same direction there, right? We got Josh Allen. I need to build around him. All right, You need to build around him. They have the ninth pick, which once again, you mentioned their defense is good. So, but there's not a lot of top offensive players around to really help them out now. So I wonder, if, once again, they could be a trade down candidate, you know, to where the offensive where they think the offensive players should go. Maybe you know the, the teens and the twenties in this draft. So I wonder what that's what the Bills will end up doing. But listen, I like the Jets and what they'll do. I also wonder what the Raiders will do now at four. You know, I think this, this whole draft comes down really. Are we assuming Kyler Murray goes at one, or are the uh, Cardinals lying to us? I think he goes. I think he goes too. I agree. And and if you look at betting lines, and I, Gabe and I were dri- driving each other nuts. I remember when he was doing the morning show with Ranieri, we were going through the lines, and at one point, uh, Kyler Murray, uh, George, was like over under draft position. It was like eight and a half. <laughs> now it's, will he be the first pick, him or Bosa? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a lock, a lock, a lock, a lock to get that money, and uh, probably one of the biggest regrets I had because we, we talked about him probably not getting past five, and now, you know what I mean? He's going to be arguably number one. 
I do think the Cardinals pick him. I think there's so much pressure. Um, Kingsbury and his relationship, I think it is a big deal. Um, I don't understand what the hell, wh- wh- why former Cardinal Kurt Warner and these other guys d- did a, you know, a hack job campaign on uh, Josh Rosen. I didn't think that was very fair, calling him a third-round pick. The guys didn't had anything to play with. I think that's ridiculous. I think, and if Josh Rosen would go, if honestly, if I could get a second-rounder for Rosen, I'd be lying. I think every, um, a lot of teams would be lining up there. We talk about New England. I think, I think this kid could be a good quarterback. Um, I don't like the way he was thrown under the bus, but I do believe that the Arizona Cardinals will take Kyler Murray with that pick. Kingsbury, he's going to go. Basically, it's a poker game, George. He's all in. This is what this is the guy I'm going down swinging with. This is my guy. Well, you know my feelings. I keep saying it. Uh, regardless of you drafted Rosen last year, if you think Murray's the better quarterback and he's going to be your franchise guy, you draft him number one. You, you don't have. I don't think you have a choice here. Uh, I find it interesting what's coming out about Rosen. Why Kurt Warner, who you would think is being loyal to the Cardinals, would do the hatchet job on? I know. Rosen makes no I, sense because you, you want to build up his like value. It. Yes. Well, you want to build. Yes. You, you, you'd want to say good, regardless of whether you like it or not. You must. Oh, there's a Rosen is going to be a great quarterback in this league. And, you know, just that we think Murray's going to be that kind of thing, and you build up his trade value. The, we heard what that he uh, they were looking for a third round pick. That was a lie. Once it, there's so many lies going around because everyone's feeling out this disinformation. You know, we heard it all, all. What people were questioning once again his height this week that it was uh, incorrectly measured or, or just fabricated at the combine, and that was a lie. Well, there's so many lies out here because. And it's, it's from teams, by the way, trying to change drafter. If they can think that Murray's a lie, maybe, maybe the Cardinals don't take him at one, but they want to take him at one. Maybe the Redskins throw that out there because they're hoping Murray fall, uh, falls to 15 or Denver. You know, that's just the way it works. So that's why uh, you, if you believe everything you hear, forget about it. You, you're going nowhere. All right? I think, like, I would say three-quarters of the stuff we're hearing now are lies or fabrications or just, you know, not the whole truth. So you got to sort of uh, figure out what's lies and what's truth that's out there. Well, it's extremely difficult. i got to ask you, George, and what about Charlie Casterly? You know, we talked about that story a little bit. Why the hatchet job on Murray? That's another thing that I don't understand. Like, who's he, was, what was, who's he working for? Was he got some kind of deal going on with the Raiders or something like that? There had to be something. That's not right. And then we talked to Lincoln Riley, the, uh, the uh, coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, who basically said, no, those interviews didn't go bad. Like, why would a guy from the NFL network in his position there hatchet jo- like put a hatchet job on this kid who could be the number one pick? It seemed kind of odd to me, and it was uh, not fair, really, too. He was really, really down on him. He crushed him. He crushed them. It's that, and that's wrong. Like, why? It, like, I, you, work, I agree. you, you, you work for the NFL Network. Like, really? So you're telling me, no matter how bad it was, be you really believe that these interviews were that bad? They were so pathetic, and he didn't, he didn't mince any words. Those were like some really horrible, negative things costing a guy money. I tell you, if somebody did that to me or you, George, I'd want to punch him in the face after that. That was wrong what he did, and I think it's and I and personally, I think it's ridiculous and it's bad journalism, and uh, nobody's even really talking about it. That's a, that was a, that was an ultimate hatchet job. It was wrong. The first thing I thought was what you just said. Who's Raiders. he working for? Who's now, who's he, he working, working for? for? Raiders, you know, get, get, get him down Murray's value. We'll take him. That's right. what I was that's thinking. The, that's the first thing I thought for that someone paid him to, uh, to say that. Yes. Because that, that's what goes on here. You know, that people say that. Now, since then, Cashley, by the way, is backtracked, which makes you wonder, oh, what the hell is going on? You didn't mean what you said? I mean, uh, it's just weird uh, what was going on there. Uh, that he, actually, he, he crushed him. He, did, he said, had job. He, he just crushed him, pretty much criticized everything. He, he's not smart, doesn't uh, see things well, da 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 His leadership crazy. was bad. And then Gil Brandt, who was just going into the Hall of Fame, pretty much said the exact opposite. I, I haven't seen any of this. 
And that was where, where, where you really wonder where you got two guys who are completely off base. Generally, it's the, uh, it was just, it was strange. And I don't know why, I don't know why Castellini would do it because like, technically he doesn't work for anybody. You know, but did that's someone right. come up and pay? Who's he work for? The NFL Network. Right, and that should be neutral. Right, that should be. He's supposed to be neutral there. This is by the way. This is also why I have the problem with you and I. What did you and I talk about yesterday with all these baseball players or, or former baseball that work for a network and a team? Yeah, no, that's yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't deal with that. There's, I just can't. That just, there's no now, way. Now, George, this happen more. We got to worry about A. Rod and J. Lo getting into the Red Sox uh, room <laughs> with that rock. Yeah, no. I don't know Honestly, if I mind J. Lo getting in. No, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you're out of the shower. Hey, J. Lo, I'm over here. Quick, quick, quick chat. Uh, that's that's the thing, though. It, I just think it's uh, it's really odd and strange, though, to me when you have a such a, and, and a great job like that. You're not working for some chumpy little like you know what I mean, like uh, community radio stationery, dude. You work for the NFL Network. You're an insider. They do interview hits with you to actually say something about a kid that was so off base from everybody else. It's not just disrespectful. It's it's uh, you did a disservice to your profession. You did. You made you made yourself look an ass. Because we're not the only people who are wondering about this about why he's. We, we only talked about it for a bit. It's actually horrible, and and I'm still mad at Kurt Warner too. Like I don't care about like they call Josh Rosen. Yeah, he's California cool. Like kind of brushed off. Like he did. apparently he's not. You know, I'm not going to say prickly personality, but you know what I mean. It's not. There, there's nothing like bad about the guy. He hasn't like gone out and thrown anybody under the bus. He had a horrible year last year. He never came out and blamed anybody. Like, like I just, I just find it crazy that these guys are doing these type of things. Like hurt, hurting younger guys, taking money out of their pocket. That's not cool. No, it's not. It's just not. When when you're when you're that negative on a play on that big a platform, you better be damn sure. Exactly. I mean, damn sure. And listen, if you're saying what you truly believe, I don't. I don't have an issue with it. We all do that. But if you got paid to say this, I mean, Charlie Castley, by the way, this is not some nobody. This is former GM of the Redskins, I believe, the Chargers as well. And this is somebody who's well known, who's uh, actually given a lot of credit for what he's done. And to do this kind of job, strange, just strange. Uh, as I said, with the fact that he backtracked it, backtracked off it, then why did you say it in the first place? You know, yeah, well, exactly. why? Either you, either you were lying. Well, you didn't mean it, and neither one makes you look good. You know, so it's just strange to, to me that he would uh, bring this up here. But like I said, for me, I I, I'm, I did the card. It's fun. This is why I love the draft. Because I do, too. I can't wait, one. George. I can't I, wait. Like, there's so much still, cool what, stuff going on Seven right weeks now. away. You know, we still got a ways to go before it gets here. But, you know, does Murray go number one? You know, uh, we think he does. Okay, what happens with Rosen then? Do they trade him before the draft? You know, or do they trade him during the draft? Because if you wait till after you, tra- tra- uh, you draft Murray, well, then technically Rosen's value goes down. Because they know you got to get rid of them, but if you trade him before we draft, well, then everybody knows you trade. You're uh, you're selecting Murray, which is fine if you can get the value for Rosen. So I think Rosen really has to be traded before the draft. You know, maybe not now. You can wait till the, you know you can wait till the, the Wednesday. You can wait till Thursday. You know, what's it? Eight o'clock, seven o'clock's the first pick. You can wait till six fifty nine and trade him and see what you can get. I don't think he's going for a third round pick. I'd be shocked if that's all they get for him. Because wouldn't every wouldn't every team want? A 22-year-old quarterback that has promise, that was the number one pick the year before, who didn't really fail, as you said earlier. He had no one to play with. Outside of Larry Fitzgerald, who's not the same player he used to be, he had no one to play with. You know, that's not fair to him. Uh, George, I'm on NFL.com. I was just going through, like, some mock drafts. This one guy has Dwayne Haskins going to the Jets in a projected trade with the Giants. That's insane. Don't you have? Don't you have Sam Darnold? Like, what? So, what are you going to do? The Jets are yeah, that, That's it. That's it, that, buddy. Uh, you, you, that's that's just stupid. That's stupid. 
One guy, it's funny, of, former former player, Bucky, Bucky Brooks, they, so they have these uh, panelists, right? He's the only guy. So they have Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. They have four guys who work for, for the network there. He has Quinn and Williams going to uh, Arizona and Nick Bosa. All of these guys have Nick Bosa going to San Francisco at number two. Interesting. I want to say this about the Giants. If you look at all their moves that they're making here, they're beefing up the offense, right? They're they fixing are. the offensive line. I don't, I don't think they're taking Haskins at six. Even if he's there, I don't think they're taking him. I think they. I think what Gettleman has been saying, he truly believes that Eli has another year or two, and they want to go for it. They're, they're some, that offensive line now has gone from a weakness to a strength for the Giants. At least it should. Theoretically, it should. They've got good players on that offensive line. At least four-fifths of that line is a good, solid line. I'm not saying they're the best in the league, but it should no longer be a detriment to that team. Obviously, you got Barkley. Beckham is back healthy. Shepard and Evan Ingram are solid players. I think they truly believe now that Eli can lead them because, listen, that defense is going to be terrible. Unless they had a lot of plays in Frazier and go bananas in the draft, which maybe they do. That defense is going to be all-time bad. There's going to be a lot of 40-38 to 38 games here. I think uh, I, I think Edwin's going to pass. I don't think he likes Haskins. I know he doesn't like Murray, if, even if Murray falls. They, he, they don't believe in small quarterbacks. They want big guys. You know, so I, I, don't, I think they're going to pass on Haskins also because I think they're worried about that he has no foot speed, that he'd be a stationary uh, in the pocket, and they don't want that. I think they're also playing for next year's draft. Uh, but I think, they're, they're actually, I think they're actually building around Eli, which is scary, but every, all the moves well, they make seem to say that. Ben Roethlisberger has no foot speed. Look at his career. I, listen, I would agree. I would take Haskins. He, he's I don't a, he's see how same, he would pass up on him. He's the same type of body frame. Bigger guy, little meat on the bone, throws nice balls, big. He can take a hit because he's a monster. Like, you want that. I'd rather have a big, big, tough guy like that. For, uh, yeah, I, I get it. You know, quarterbacks now have to run. It's not like he can't. He's just not fleet of foot, but he's also not a total statue. He can, he can move. He's just a bigger man. <laughs> Listen, I'm on board with saying I would have taken Sam Donald last year over Saquon Barkley. And it has nothing to do with Barkley. Uh, Barkley's great. Might be an all-time great. But you can't win in this thing, as the Giants proved last year. Barkley had over 2,000 yards. You can't win in the NFL without a quarterback. You just can't do it. So I would have taken uh, Donald last year over uh, Saquon Barkley. And I would take Haskins at six this year. And I, this guy's I, mock, I don't. I don't want to rip anybody. This guy's mock draft is the worst I've ever seen. He's got Kyler Murray one, Nick Bosa two, Dwayne Haskins three to the Jets, four Drew Locke to the Raiders, five Devin White Dallas. Wow, that's that not happening. Terrible. Drew Drew Locke is not going fourth to the Raiders either, buddy. Like, that's Haskins not. isn't going three to the Jets. That over <laughs> makes it bad, uh, a terrible mock. Weekend fantasy mock. update. Cam and George. We got Sean Angle doing some NASCAR after this yeah. as well here. One twenty. So. Room room. 120, room, room it is. We're back with everything for you. Cam and George and Sean, we are back right after this.